0: What's up everybody, welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Ruiz, I'm a designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is my brother Pedro.
1: Good morning everybody, I'm Pedro Ruiz Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit.
0: That's right, this is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello everybody, we're hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to participate during the live stream, that's a great way to say hello, get your comments in, any questions as well, we'll be answering throughout the show. We're going to start off with some of the housekeeping stuff. So we'll start off with the CircuitPython newsletter. CircuitPython newsletter, uh, sorry, meeting. And newsletter. <laughs> and newsletter. Um, but let me start with a meeting. It happens every Monday at 2 PM Eastern time. It's a great way to check in with the core devs and the community to see what everybody is working on. You can join by. Uh, Signing up to the Discord uh, server, which is discord.gg slash adafruit, and you can hang out in the CircuitPython chat room. We give are a, indeed hanging out in the Discord chat room, so give hello, a, everybody. A virtual
1: high fives and waves to everybody hanging out in the Discord. We got Mark, we got BlitzCityDIY. Liz,
0: good morning. Andy yeah. Calloway, and good Andy morning.
1: Andy Good morning, Morning. Steve Wheeler on the YouTube chat. We're also on the Facebook stream as well, on Twitch, and I believe on LinkedIn. So thank you all for joining us this morning and every morning.
0: Yes. Going back into the housekeeping, Adafruit Daily is still going on. So check out adafruitdaily.com for a daily dose of newsletters. You can subscribe to all the different categories like 3D printing, biohacking, uh, maker business, Python on hardware and more. So check that out, adafruitdaily.com. You are not automatically subscribed to it. It is something you have to opt into. So check it out if you are interested. The other uh, newsletter is the once a week newsletter. This is the new new newsletter. And that one's gonna be available at adafruit.com newsletter. It's a good way to get a rundown of all the new products that are added uh, to the shop on the weekly. Okay, now we're going to check in on the Black Lives Matter page on Adafruit, just give you guys some updates on all the different happenings. June, it is now July, but for the month of June, it was uh, Pride Month, and there are several blog posts and series um, highlighting key roles of black transgender women in the riots. You can check out all the different posts that Adafruit has been doing. Another one is the we talked about this last week. Adafruit joins the Stop Hate for Profit campaign, pulling, uh, calling all folks, all companies to pull their ads from Facebook to let them know that uh, we are not happy with them. So check it out. Uh, more and more companies are joining. I think this morning we saw folks like the Lego Group. Um, what was the other one? Sesame Street. Sesame Street has hold their ads as well. And this is a good way to kind of let them know, hey, y'all have some social responsibilities and y'all need to listen. So check out the campaign and uh, we'll keep you guys updated on more occurrences. And let me scroll down to go to the next one. I think it's actually up here. Here we go. Adafruit is going to the movies. So Adafruit is kind of um, helping out Mongolia Pictures. They are working on releasing a new documentary of John Lewis. John Lewis is, he's been through quite a bit. He's a, a legendary civil rights activist. He has been to thousands of protests. He's had 45 arrests. He's been over uh, in Congress for over 30 years. And uh, this documentary takes a look at his life and his legacy. So check it out. Adafruit has purchased over 100 on-demand tickets so all of the team members at Adafruit will be able to watch tomorrow, or it's two days from now, yeah. So the 3rd of July. Check out the trailer too, it's
1: freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, it's quite inspirational. So check it out, we also have a sub page here at blog post, adafruit.com slash good trouble. So you can check that out. And that is just some of the stuff that, uh, that is happening. I think there was one more bit about uh, some technical documents There is a uh, resolution for changing the way that the SPI, the Serial Peripheral Interface pins, Mm -hmm. are labeled in hardware and in data sheets. So you can check out the page from the Open Source Hardware Association, or also known as OSHWA. You can check out their page too to see um, some of the things that they are suggesting. Some deprecated names here and then some, uh, some stuff. So check it out. Those are, like I said, just some other things that are going on. But with that, I think we can safely go into this week's project. <clears throat> Quickly saying wow.
1: additional shout outs to the people in the chat rooms. got Joseph Alfonso in the YouTube chat as well as uh, I just missed it. Teleputer wow. hanging out in the Discord as well. And Chris Strode on
0: Facebook. Yeah, I just have to say, this coffee is so cold. My goodness, this is Immediately it different. Immediately, yeah. gets cold. I might want to put it behind my iMac to heat it up. What do you think? <laughs> I can hear the fans the all the way The fans are shooting Let me double check to make sure the stream's all going. No, it's good. I think so. I'm stalling as well. Okay. Let's all go that. ahead and to jump into this week's project. This week's project is actually... Somewhat of a collaboration, shout out to Dylan Harada, who is on the uh, the CircuitPython team. He put together this project. It is pretty much his first kind of learn guy. That's all him. Um, so he is quite a fan of cycling and bicycles in general. So this project takes the Circuit Playground, uses the built-in accelerometer to make an automatic brake light.
1: Oh, I actually got to correct you on that one. This is probably his second one. His first one was the Clue-based um,
0: Piloton project. True, this, this is, is the first one that he did all himself. Like nobody kind of helped him on it. Piloton had some helping hands with Catney and whatnot. Just mm, to okay. verify, yeah, this is like yeah. all Dylan. <laughs> Shout this out Dylan. This
1: is a very awesome one. Based on the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, it can detect when the bike stops and it'll start glowing. get it to go, stop, there you go. Yeah. And it blinks uh, when it detects that your bike has stopped. Right. So this is using sort of playground blue fruit with all its built-in sensors, like the accelerometer. It's
0: varying some values, so, uh, so you can it can sense when you've stopped moving. Yeah. You can change up the colors if you want something other than red. You can even use different animations if you'd like. Um, it doesn't have to be the blue fruit. you could also use the Express as it's not really using the Bluetooth uh, mm-hmm. connectivity, but uh, if you have the blue fruit, it should fit. So Dylan put together a 3D printed mount for his bicycle, which uh, if you are a cyclist, you'll know that some of the bike um, have these two bars that are underneath the bike seat. Uh, uh, The bike that we have is more of like a BMX style bike. So we figured, hey, let's kind of rework the mount so that it fits uh, our bike, which is a little bit different than like your bike that you would use for cycling, like racing. This is more of like BMX type bike. So this little doohickey here, is, a, is it a two-piece or a one-piece?
1: No, it's all one-piece. This attaches to the seat post or stem. I think it's called post. Okay. And you can adjust the diameters for that. We're using an M5 screw to attach it. And then a really good idea that, um, uh, Dylan? that Dylan had was adding this nice little pocket uh, that is built into the entire uh, Mount. mount. So you can have this little pocket slide in there. We usually do this with Ninja Flex, but it works excellent with just regular PLA. And then he had a slide switch, so I decided to just incorporate into the design itself. We're using a couple of the uh, camera tripod mounts so we can have a nice secure connection. We're using the 3 4 to quarter 20 adapter and then the quarter 20 to quarter 20 adapter for the Circuit Playground Express. Uh, We're using the polycarbonate clear case, which includes the quarter 20 adapter on there. You can have a 20 to 20 adapter that'll securely hold on to that guy and then onto the printed part. Like so. So not just for camera bits, but also holding a lot of your uh, three printed uh, gear. Nice little way to do that. Nice secure way to do that.
0: Yeah. And uh, we have quite an assortment of these uh, tripod bits in the shop. So if we take a quick look, we can search for just tripod and all the different uh, screws will show up. So this is what we use quite a bit. This is a three eighths to a quarter 20. Quarter 20 is like your standard screw size for tripods. We also have D-rings, some other little bits here And here is that quarter 20 to quarter 20 screw adapter. So that's the one we're using, we're using this one and this one here, the three eighths to a quarter 20.
1: So anytime you want to assemble a couple of pieces, we do have a bunch of these in stock. So you can create your own uh, sort of Lego type, Mm -hmm. uh, build your own contraptions for holding not only cameras, but a lot of
0: electronic projects that we like to work on. Yep, and the case, like you said, is polycarbonate, designed by Mike Dole. This is injection molded, and it features that heat-setted um, threading for the tripod screw. It's a really nice case, it's pretty tough. It will fit either the Express or the Blue Fruit version of the Circuit Playground. And uh, Pedro has it here. Um, which camera would you like, this one? Yeah, that one. So you can see here, it gives you access to all the little touch pads by breaking out those little finger webbings. You have uh, some additional slide actuators to, uh, to enable the slide switch and those buttons there.
1: And you have access to adding uh, some alligator clips. Yeah. You can continue to prototype that way and still have it be nice and protected.
0: Yep, snap fits, so you don't need any screws to hold it together, but you mm-hmm. could have fully used screws, I suppose. And um, yeah, it's a really nice case. And uh, I think we'll consider using more of it as it's a great way to keep it nice and safe, and it just looks awesome, all clear and stiff. Um, Polycarbonate, you could probably smash it on the floor and it'll be nice and strong.
1: Yeah, so as you were saying before, it is a fully uh, one-piece, three-printed d part, Uh, no support material on there because of all the drafting Mm -hmm. angles that I used on the bottom pieces here. Only one little part that uh, could use supports, but the blowers on the printer was good enough to have a nice not too much of an overhang. You can yeah, kind of see kinda a little see there. small overhang there. But otherwise, uh, I just added five top layers to make sure that it uh, had enough. I know, bad color choice, <laughs> having like a fluorescent well, yellow. Well, just like
0: you can see my hand just covers yeah. some of that highlight there so you can mm-hmm. see it better.
1: It's a nice simple little guy here. We're using a nice thin but strong um, walls on there. So you still mm-hmm. have the ability to. Uh, Bend that back
0: to get it onto your seat post. If folks want to print this out and want a, a reliable part, we would suggest um, using some PET-G filament as opposed to just your typical PLA. PLA is what we've used here, but we don't um, tend to go biking every single day, so we think this would be fine. I
1: mean, this revived in like 100-degree right. yeah. just throwing it weather. out there.
0: Um, <laughs> we... Like uh, PETG, we just don't have a lot of it because uh, we just have we just have more PLA. So there's that. <laughs> All um, right, let's go ahead and jump into the learn guide for this. Okay, we'll quickly kind of browse through it, as most of it is um, setting up the CircuitPython libraries and things. So,
1: and here you can see the.
0: Uh, First option
1: that uh, Dylan made, this is meant to attach to the little bars underneath the seat as shown in the picture there.
0: Yeah, so we'll kind of run through it. Um, There's a nice page that just kind of walks you up updating your version of CircuitPython to the latest. You always want to do that as we try to keep all the guides up to date with the latest version of CircuitPython. It's fairly simple, easy to do so. Um, So we always recommend doing that. Some handy screenshots. Um, same page, but for the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. It's really nice and thorough. So we want to make sure that folks are, uh, are taken care of when they're walking through and setting up their boards with CircuitPython. Here's the 3D, part, 3D printing part of it. Um, this is showing uh, Dylan's design here. And he's got a couple things set up here. Um, you can edit it on Tinkercad if you'd like. And then here's the second option here, Pedro's. Uh, design. It shows some slice settings and some links to download STLs in the source files. So you can change it up. Let's say you wanted to use a bigger battery. Um, you could uh, adjust the, the sketches in whatever CAD package you'd like. Uh, whether it's like Fusion 360 or even Tinkercad, you can uh, edit those models if you so choose. Cool. Any other stuff out of the 3D printing page that you'd like to mention?
1: Uh, oh, uh, let's see if you go over the overhead, I did need to use the, um, yeah, a, this is a great, three fourths, um,
0: three eighths, this is a three eighth size tapping tool and this, uh, even though you've modeled the threads in there, right? Yeah. It's still super good to, uh, run through a nice pass with a actual screw tap and really dive in there and create those threads. Um, which is uh great because uh, there's always some little bit of expansion going on with the tolerances when a little it's bit imprinted. overhang
1: that yeah. uh, might
0: droop over this just has exactly. a nice
1: way of cleaning out all of your threads mm-hmm. uh, didn't really require it for the m5 thread since the screw mm-hmm. that you're okay. uh, adding in there does a good job of cleaning that up but because this is uh, can be a little bit difficult to attach on there the three-fourths to uh, quarter 20 um i'm sorry three-eighths a quarter oh, yes, 20. i've been saying three-fourths this whole time <laughs> three-eighths quarter 20. a uh, little difficult to add on there this uh having
0: a nice clean thread inside will ensure an easier mm-hmm. uh, mounting so it's right on there too i've also been meaning to get an actual handle for this guy because we use like a wrench but yeah it is indeed a three-eighths dash 16. the 16 is like i guess the size of the thread pitch here mm-hmm. So uh, pick one of those up if you haven't already. I forget where I got this one from, but uh, they should be readily available and online and your local, or well, maybe you don't want to go to your local store, maybe not that. Definitely get it online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool, so that's a good tip there. Definitely you get a screw tap and tap, tap your threads. Even yeah. though they're already threaded, mm-hmm. you might want to run through there and, and really clean it up because yeah. the, the overhangs yeah tend to mess with your threads. Good tip glad you mentioned that
1: okay and then assemblies. as you've already
0: stated oh, you already
1: gone out the sketches are in there so you can adjust any of the parameters for this yeah uh, it's on the
0: timeline easy okay. to edit cool all right assembly walks through both assemblies I suppose yes we're going through uh, Dylan's version which just uses that single M5 screw uh, Or is it a quarter 20 bolt? Yeah, I guess it is a quarter 20. Cool, so he's using quarter 20 for everything. Excellent, and that goes through the back and into the back of the Circuit Playground case. So you can see it here, all nice and assembled. Sweet. Uh, Dylan kind of made his own switch, JST adapter switch, with a rocker switch, so it's a little bit more chunkier and uh, more satisfying to click, in my opinion.
1: A little bit more easier to reach back there than the smaller slide switch that we used. Yeah. Okay. And then scrolling down, you can see design option two, and then just assembly of some of the things we just talked about. Uh, The main point here is slicing uh, a JST cable, Mm -hmm. and then splice that into a slide switch you can make your own uh, on and off switch.
0: Yeah, this is great, because of course you could do it to the battery itself, but then you're cutting the battery, yeah. and uh, maybe you don't want to do that. So uh, this is a nice, nice approach here. And uh, the slide switch just press fits into the little holder. It's got little walls and things to so keep it in place without any uh, glue mm-hmm. to secure it down, so that's always nice.
1: Yeah. And then you can see the l- small tabs on the slide switch itself, those little end tabs on each um, side of it. You can yeah, pull those apart, flare those
0: out. That way, to you have a
1: little bit more tightness, increase the, toler- yeah. and increase the tolerances on that, or you can push it inwards to decrease the tolerances. Uh, yeah. Nice little springy effect on that. So you can make sure that they they fit nice and snug. Nice. All right, and then this gets installed. Do-do-do. Nice, super easy way to uh, screw that onto there, and then it just fits over the seat post. Adjust that up and down to your liking, and then fasten the M5 bolt on there to hold it in
0: place. You don't even need a a hex nut because the thread's already on the other side. Yeah. Which is great. Funny enough, uh, our bike had like a built-in reflector and it had a very similar. Uh, I just copied the design from it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And that's really the project. Um, Definitely fun to uh, to ride your bike. (laughs) My legs hurt from doing all that. Does it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> you can All check right. out the
1: CircuitPython page. You want to do some edits to that. He has a whole uh, code walkthrough and breakdown. All the libraries you need. And then he walks through uh,
0: some of the commented code inside of there. You can see how
1: this is working under the hood. Yeah.
0: Really good use of the accelerometer and the Circuit, Python, uh, Circuit Playground library. Mm-hmm. So you can Check it out. Adjust whatever you like. He runs through the code here. There's lots of comments, which is always nice to see. So if you'd like to contribute, add more to it, you can always create a pull request in the uh, in the GitHub repo. You can get access to it by clicking on this button here. It says view on GitHub. Or you can download the project zip, which uh, includes the code file and any assets that might be associated with it. But this one, I don't think there's any assets, just the code. And then there's a usage page. Kind of gives you a little bit more story behind uh, how the, the behavior is working. Mm-hmm and some final thoughts.
1: Yeah, some uh, speed bumps and uh, rough terrain will activate it a little bit, and he talks about the timing and how all that goes into play for activating the blinking uh, effects on it. Yes. And you can adjust
0: that. Works best on paved roads and smoother trails. Does not, does not work well on mounting bike trails and rough mm-hmm. terrain, Like you said, okay, just reading through it. I think I was really impressed with the
1: LEDs on this. Uh, as you can see in the video, it was bright daylight, and you were still able to see yeah. uh, how bright these were. So you should be able to get some attention when you're riding this on the road. The car should be able to visually see this. Uh, as you can see in the video, it was pretty freaking bright.
0: Right, and uh, he, he actually did some battery testing for the 500 milliamp battery. You get about one and a half hours of usage. So that's pretty good. You may want to consider bringing extra batteries, or you know, Velcro a double A AA battery pack of sorts mm, under your mm-hmm. seat. It might be a little bit safer too. Not to worry about those batteries popping, popping.
1: As always, you can get all the design files on learn.avroo.com. They're on uh, Thingiverse as well. Yep.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, we, looks like we have stuff in stock. So if you are in need of um, the Circuit Playgrounds, we have those in stock and we're getting more batteries in as well, but uh, th- this time we have Circuit Playgrounds. So if you want to uh, get some more of those, please pick those up. Also, don't forget, we have a special offer with the Circuit Playgrounds right now. Yeah. If you buy one, we'll give one away to the Organization of Black Girls Code. So if you're looking for wow. ways to help this is definitely
1: one uh, really good one to give circuit uh, playgrounds to those yeah. in need.
0: We're almost reaching our goal here of one hundred donated boards. We're at eighty-four, wow. so we really appreciate you folks buying those out and supporting um, Black Girls Who Code. Yeah, That's awesome. excellent, excellent cause. Sweet. All right, folks. I think that does this week's project. Yay! You need a ball and throw it in there. <laughs> Go Excellent. ahead
1: and check out what we're prototyping.
0: What are you prototyping? Yeah, so um, I really enjoy this project from Carter. A couple of weeks ago, Carter published this Learn Guide. It's a Circuit Python project that uses the mini, L- well, they're not mini, they're LED matrices. Um, he's using the small, they're, they're not, they're small, they're, the 1.28 by 8 LED matrices uh, and using the new Feather Sense with the NRF52840 Bluetooth chip. Um, so, again, it's CircuitPython, and it's using the built-in accelerometer to create this really sweet um, digital hourglass where the little LEDs uh, behave as if they were little grains of sand. And as you rotate um, the, the build, the, uh, the little LEDs will follow along with as if they were really being affected by gravity. What an interesting explanation. <laughs> but check it out. This is already published guide. And um, it's a really good use of the accelerometer. Uh, I'm just trying to collect my thoughts here. Uh, for the build, uh, I like that it's easy to build. It uses an you know, cardboard from an, ADA box, an Adafruit box, and uh, he, he walks through how you can assemble it. So if you aren't uh, 3D printing, um, you can still build this project with cardboard. So I like to see that. So I was inspired by um, a post I saw on, on Twitter of of a Arduino based project that did something similar where they designed really sweet hourglass and I'll be sure to uh, link to that um, when uh, we get to publishing this um, learn guide. There it is. So I put together this case of of an hourglass looking shape. So you have some spindles here that have some really sweet curves and uh, the two LEDs, so these are the mini, Gosh, I forgot the size, but they're the mini style of these, these uh, LED uh, backpacks. The ones that Carter were using are actually these guys here, which are far bigger. These are far bigger. So <laughs> well, you can see the mini versus, uh, versus the mi- mini versus the small, because these are labeled as small. small. But they're still 8x8, and they uh, use the same chipset and driver and library. So you can swap those out if you'd like to make a bigger style version of it. But a lot of snap fits are going on here. Um, this is kind of the prototype design. In the back, we got our little slide switch and uh, we have a hole here for the, uh, for the USB port so we can re- repro- reprogram and recharge the battery. And the snap fits, as I just did there. Um, here's the Feather Sense. It is mounted without any screws. It's using these little tabs that hold it down in place. They also press fit and snap fit. Um, the battery here is a little 400 million battery. That's ideal for the feathers. So you have some nice playtime there. And the the switch is very similar to the switch that Pedro puts together. It just snap fits in there. And uh, I am using some ribbon cable. I'm actually using the QT connector. I think they're called QT Stemma connectors. That way I can um, put this inside this case that snap fits also. And it has a hole here on the bottom. And uh, I'm able to assemble it much easier so I can disconnect this and kind of take it apart. There's uh, three screws here that hold the spindle to this top cover and there's three more screws up here as well that uh, will keep it all kind of taut and tight together. It's a symmetrical design so it doesn't matter which order any of this goes other than these guys, they, they do have particular things but um, I'm still kind of tweaking um, the code a little bit. It's a, It might be a little bit over my head um, because there is some stuff in the code that you can do to Uh, to rotate the orientations of the axes. Um, And I'm just not uh, fully understanding (laughs) how to do it right, so I'm just gonna do my best to kinda give you a demo of it. And uh, it's super bright, the camera's blowing it out, but uh, there's no refresh, uh, there's no blinking in real life. It's just the camera picking that up, but uh, as I rotate this, you'll see that it is being affected there. And uh, again, I'm just, uh, you know, kind of tweaking the, the various axes to kind of, because it is mounted differently. Instead of it being mounted up like this, like it is in, in the guide, mm. it's down on the bottom here. So I have to flip some things and do some negatives or something. But as far as the case is concerned, I think it's ready uh, for, I have to coil this up here. There's a little bit of room there for uh, the cable link to fit in there. So I'm um, just gonna line up this, this spot here. I did have to kind of create a special edge here so that all this is flat. Uh, I plan to do a tutorial on this because it, it is interesting shape and it's modular. So um, I'll be probably doing that. And I just like the way this looks like a peanut. Haha. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, lots of revolves to make these fun shapes and lots of uses of the snaps. So uh, I think it's a pretty neat project. Uh, yeah, I really like that the feather sense has all the built-in stuff. Not just an accelerometer, but there's also a temperature, humidity sensor, I think a built-in microphone, lots of good stuff. So that just makes our projects much more compact and less wiring, which is great. Um, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, it used to be
1: breakout board on top of breakout board right, on top yeah. breakout board. Let's say you want
0: a trinket, <laughs> then you need to give LiPo charging, so you get the LiPo backpack. So you got the D20 cool. project. <laughs> right, and then you want the, the breakout board for the accelerometer, so you add that. Um, maybe your thing doesn't have a flash (laughs) oh you need to add flash now so (laughs) so it can the feather is great it's got Mm -hmm. all the things in there built in and it's a really great one and we're not even using bluetooth here and (laughs) you could totally do this with some bluetooth stuff Um, yeah so it's pretty neat and uh, I posted the the link
1: to the original project if you want to check out Carter's iteration of it don't need a printer just need some cardboard he walks through all the steps on there, measuring everything nice you, and neat.
0: You do need a digikey ruler. That is definitely a required thing. You need a digikey ruler to, to measure, score. Right? Yeah, you gotta measure. Why not get a nice PCB ruler from DigiKey? It's really cool. Um, really neat, so check it out. The wiring diagram's here as well, so you're all good there. It's using uh, I squared C, and you'll just need to jumper one of the uh, matrices to change the address of the matrices. Yeah, very cool. Nice, nice work, Carter. And uh, here's the code here already available on GitHub. So if you want to build it, it's using the uh, the LSM6DS accelerometer library for CircuitPython. Yeah, here's where I'm like having trouble right here under the while uh, true, the, the the loop. It's like uh, rotate the coordinates. I'm like, what? <laughs> I tried all these different combinations and it's just I, I can't get it. <laughs> I will stick to design for now. The sands of time, tell
1: me it's time to get 3D printing, says <laughs> Mr. Certainly. Um, and Andy Calloway, progress Peanut? might trickle yeah. through.
0: That's fun. <laughs> fun. Fun, fun, <laughs> Peanut <and laughs> fun. Peanut, that's That's great, thanks Liz. Um, so yeah, that's what we're prototyping. There is some progress being made on the robot solenoid drummer project. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to skip that one, though, because it's going to take up a lot of desk space and, yeah. you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have more stuff. The, the LED matrix uh, hourglass will be next week's project, so we might as well show it now and then dive more deep into the assembly once, uh, once next week rolls around. I'm working on the, you know, the build assembly, and uh, I'm in a pretty good spot there, so I'll, I'll pick up the rest of the drum stuff. because There's a lot, of, a lot of moving parts. Literally. Well, yeah. All uh we do have a small segment for Shop Talk. Um it's kind of a community make, but we're gonna call it a Shop Talk. Mm -hmm. Which one's I wanna do the Panavice. So I saw this show Mm. up in the uh yeah, that's that's community makes. So I just saw this speed wheel for our panavice. Panavice is a really nice little um PCB vice or just a vice in general for holding things. Let's say you wanted to hold this, for example. And this is the piece that allows you to kind of really just spin this thing open as fast as you can. I've seen a design before and I've printed it before, but uh, tolerance is always difficult to do. So this one just pops off. Um, It's not a super quick print, but it's small and it'll fit on just about any 3D printer. Um, No supports, it's just a flat thing. It's uh, got some nice thickness here on the wall so it's not floppy and it just press fits onto uh, the thumb screw here. Um, without it, it's kinda hard to, you can't, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, I don't know. I, I just like this little addition that um, just snaps in there and just gives you more, uh, more flexibility to, to get that, um, to, to open this. So I think it was a nice little Yeah, It's one on. of the
1: most annoying things, going from something small to a bigger size
0: board right and it and takes forever to spin yeah. right yeah so let's say i wanted to prop that up and then uh, you can use this guy here to so just tighten up and change the position however you'd like it doesn't seem to get in the way of anything as well so i'm just leaving it on there we got a thing for gold right now <laughs> you got a lot of gold filament so we've been uh, playing with that Well, it's super cheap yeah and uh you know we have these pan vices in the shop we recommend using them for uh, for soldering and um, bigger stuff as well so uh let me see if i can pull up the pid for that i think they're in stock right now yeah oh, it looks like we have them in stock and we've had some bigger ones too that have like a crank that'd be interesting to do make a crank for it um but yeah that's uh there it is holding a board, and it is by uh, z-rex on prusa printers so if you want to uh download it and try it out for yourself. Hit up the website. I have that link in the description of this video after the show is public. You gotta yeah, add I that posted in it in the
1: chat rooms, so you can
0: check it out. Yeah. Well said, seat, seat and suddenly with a little pressure, no fasteners, snaps, or glue required. Yeah, it's just a simple part. So I thought that was neat, and <clears> I printed it, and it worked, so I thought I'd share it with you. Cool.
1: And on the same theme of uh, PCB holders, we have this week's Time Lapse Tuesday Community
0: yeah. Make. Let's see the, the this video. This is an
1: awesome print and play spring by Turbo Sunshine. Sunshine. On roll with all of these three printed spring loaded parts. So this is one to hold your PCB. I so think yeah. it's pretty cool. Looks like a little alien. Where's my camera? There you go. And it can hold on to your PCB. It has these nice little uh, grooves on there so you can hold on all along this area. And it does a pretty good job of just holding onto, at a nice angle, your PCBs. So this all prints, as you saw, with no supports. Wow. <laughs> Completely uh, vertical. This is the flat side, I'm gonna assume. Yeah. And here's the spring action. You got these two uh, bars on each end that's holding it in place and it just slides across. So if you guys remember, was it last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. We did the, the, uh,
0: the pole uh, handle is very similar, or the spring box the is really uh, Turbo Sunshine's first design on, on using this, mm-hmm. where it was a spring-loaded box, like, uh, the, the lid of the box, so mm-hmm. very, very similar type of gear and spring in the center, and uh, you double that up and you can make yourself a PC device.
1: Yeah, I really love the look of this, the functionality, I like these little grooves on it so you can have your uh, fingers actuate.
0: Yeah, guy, no assembly required. It is printed as is. Yeah. It's just mighty impressive mm-hmm. uh, use of uh, just 3D printing and design. Yeah,
1: I really like how all of these draft angles uh, made it really good for no supports. So like right. you were saying, it prints flat like that.
0: and prints all the way up. hmm Very Nice. All right. We'll take a quick look at the post on Thingiverse by Turbo Sunshine. Be sure to check out his video. You can subscribe to his channel too, as he is releasing uh, videos and content all really together.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, look at that! Yeah, nice added way to it to different clamp. That's new. I did mm-hmm. not see that before. Here it is,
0: holding an Uno. I think. An Arduino board. Here's the uh, the spring in action there. And. uh He also did some other fun stuff, so check it out. It's free to download. Um, There's two versions of it, one with a GoPro-style knuckle and another one with like a built-in foot thing. So that is excellent. You can check out his video here as well, print in place. Check him out. These are excellent. He's on a roll for these excellent designs. Sweet.
1: Got uh, Liz asking what filament this is. This is the Light Green from Melt Ink. I don't believe that they, I think it's been discontinued like on our rant, yeah. last spool of this. No, we don't have it. We don't have it, yeah. yeah I, I think, think melting we carried it. Uh, got dissolved. Perhaps, I don't know who yeah, else makes sure. this. Yeah, sorry. But it is fluorescent. It's very... It's like a lime fluorescent green. Yeah, it's very poppy.
0: Yeah. I actually used up the very last bit of this. Did you? the case, yeah. So this is the last you'll see of this filament. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know where else to get it. So, yeah, it's kind of sad when... Uh, Manufacture yeah. goes out of business, or a color stops being produced. Mm-hmm.
0: So we we tend not to say, like, get the filament here, or That's why. you are just going <laughs> to have to, yeah. Okay, good question, though.
1: Good. Oh, there was more. Uh, I completely forgot what they all were. Oh, just good comments. <laughs> the claw. Ciao. Yeah, that's some tension there. And then
0: Mr. Certainly,
1: uh, saying, yep,
0: get the vise. The of vise, yeah. Yeah, this is nice threaded and, you know, got the grooves in there. And uh, this, this has been with us a little bit. There's supposed to be like a cap here, but it fell off or something. But uh, yeah, cool. PCB vices. Tools are great, aren't they? Okay. Um, the last bit, we did do a layer by layer. It's been a little bit, but we got a layer by layer out uh, last week. I think it was on Thursday. And it's taking a look at designing how we designed the, uh, the arcade style stand for the Pi Portal. This was a collab project with Liz. She um, coded up the, the example to make a guitar tuner on the Pi Portal. So the idea was to make a stand that would hold the PI Portal vertically. We do have some stands, but they're mostly uh, designed for a horizontal type position. And uh, the cool thing about this design is it's being driven with one sketch. So there's two pieces to it. There's the PCB plate that kind of uses standoffs to secure the mounting tabs that are on the PI Portal. And then this kind of arcade style frame that is bolted to the side tabs that are on there. So I thought it'd be a fun experiment to redesign it with just one sketch so that I can adjust the various parameters or really sketch dimensions uh, so that you can really tweak the whole look and feel of it with just one sketch and uh, a couple of changes to the uh, to those diameters there, the sizes, the dimensions. and um, yeah, that was pretty neat and uh, all optimized for 3D printing. So check that out. It is on the layer by layer playlist on the Adafruit YouTube channel, and there's a blog post as well. Um, and if you want to pick up any of the Pi Portals or download the 3D model of the Pi Portal to make your own, uh, I have links there as well. And we have a GitHub repo for all the 3D printed parts that we, or 3D modeled parts that we uh, put together. Fun.
1: I'm on a hunt for this uh, lime green. Oh, like We've got funny. a couple of conden- contenders here. we got one from Philicube. Looks kind of close.
0: How about that for... <laughs> like and
1: then uh, Sol-
0: Solutech. Let's see if I get the doggo on camera. <laughs> but yeah, Paige is looking... So you can find some I like these uh, prices too. The greenery, greenery is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something about this one. I think one the Philicube might be close. Yeah, since it's like, like this... yellowish, greenish. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me a lot of the the Taz Lulzbot color. Yeah, they were very heavily on yes. that color. Maybe they have it. Sweet.
1: They might have it. Yeah, Taz. Cool. I think that's actually why Melting released a bunch of the colors that way.
0: Okay.
1: Excellent. All right, I think we are nearing the end of the show.
0: But that's not all. Later tonight, be sure to join us for Show & Tell. This is the world's largest Show & Tell gathering. It is an hour long, and it starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Happens every Wednesday. Tonight, we'll have, I think, special host um, John Park will be hosting tonight, perhaps. If all things go well, I think it'll work that way. But be sure to tune in after as well at 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time. Lamar and Phil will be doing a full hour of Ask an Engineer, or maybe even more. They, they tend to go over time now. And um, we'll, they'll be talking about new products, um, different events that are going on, um, new products. All the news all the All the segments around. that are in there. There's lots of stuff going on there. Yeah, and then at the end is, is the new products. New products. And then Python, the news hardware. Uh, video by Katni. That's where it debuts. Yeah. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. John Park is hitting up the MakeCode Live series. It's, a, it's like a full hour of uh, the MakeCode Power Hour. Yeah. So be sure to turn in. It happened yesterday and every week at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. I finally got the, uh, the artwork here in the thing. And then on Thursday, more John Park. We got uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern (laughs) Time, it's John Park's workshop where he goes over his guide, current projects he's working on, um, same Shop Talk style segments, Mm -hmm. um, answering questions and all in the Discord chat room. So be sure to tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Since we're on the subject
1: of John Park, definitely check out adabox.com if you want to check out any openings for any subscriptions might be some openings let's see what's opening definitely want to make sure you're subscribed to that yeah
0: okay should be shipping uh, fairly soon I think so yeah I think they'll have so uh, they'll have something to talk about it tonight they meaning Lauren mm-hmm. and <laughs> mr. and mrs. Lee. so definitely take stay tuned for all those yeah
1: I'm gonna go in the garage start filming some promos for that so I'm gonna, about we'll to set. be nice and sweaty. Ugh.
0: Ugh. All right. Well, this is 3D Hangouts. We do the show every Wednesday at 11 a.m. And uh, I don't know what else to say there. We're hanging out in the nice. Discord chat
1: room. Yeah, we'll be in there Thank if you, you so guys much. want to add us. Any questions? I think one of the recent ones was on the uh, YouTube comments on the, uh, um, if I can make follow-up videos for this week's time Lapse Tuesday. There was, like, a lot of stringing going on. And they were like, oh... What temperatures did you adjust? Was it retraction? Yeah, how did you no, fix this up? I had to get a new new Bowden tube. I had to get a new uh Z probe. Okay, Boden tube, the- Z probe the nozzle on some it. Some wiring needed to be redone. <laughs> I had to redo the way that the Z rods, cause they're like, I don't have backlash screws on it, so, so I had to like re-level both to make sure that they were even. Distinct. Okay. So I wish it was just settings,
0: but. <laughs> right, it, it, it definitely comes down to just maintenance and yeah. swapping out some parts that might be faulty. Like
1: a year and a half since oh, uh, right. any
0: of those yeah. have been looked at, so yeah. And you, you've clocked thousands of hours on this Man, printer. these helmets take like, Five um, days to print, two so yeah. hours. <laughs> so you might need to change. A so that's why things. I can't really go over right.
1: any of that because it's a lot of hardware that needed to be switched out. You did capture
0: on your snaps um, the just whole process. Pro- yeah. So we'll put together. You'll put together Not an that. edit, and we'll share about that uh, share about next, next week. week. Yeah, but that's why I can't really make a
1: follow up video to that. That's right. a lot of time wasted on just showing that instead of a project. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we
0: went ahead have had the project done. So no. How funny, huh? You gotta pick and choose your balance.
1: We have a question from TV. How cool is it working with your brother? I've lost count of how many companies we've worked at. (laughs) Every Um, single company we've worked at, we usually work together. Yeah, I do need to appreciate it
0: more. (laughs) So, yeah, I really do appreciate it. So, Uh, it's... it's, I lost count. Like, over
1: 10 companies we've both worked at together. There's just no room for I think Apple was the only company that they didn't let us... Like, they don't let family members work together. And... What was the other one? That didn't let us work. Yeah, either? they had like a no family policy,
0: I where you can't was, work with your family yeah, members I guess it was or something. Just the Apple Retail back in two thousand and seven yeah. or whatever. No, even before that, two thousand three. You're right. The iPhone hadn't come out yet. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you had your Pocket PC with like all your mods on it and your minute. And you had to like clear the memory every week. That yeah, was fun. <laughs> Remember that you had to yeah, defrag your computer, PC. you had to defrag your phone yeah. too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Quite all right, fun. I think that's it How did this we week? get there? Yeah,
0: it's very fun. It's very cool working with your uh, your sibling. Um, yeah. Audio yeah, well, out of sync. Oh, no. No, it's fixed. Okay. All right, so
1: that's it for this week. Tune in later tonight for all the shows to continue on. Mm-hmm. We and follow can. us on all the socials up there. We post frequently on what we're working on. And the Adafruit one as well. Excellent.
0: All right. We're just killing time at this point. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, guys. We'll see you we'll later see tonight. See you
0: next time. Don't forget to stay safe, still healthy. And, and make, make a great day. a great day. See you tonight. Bye, folks.